Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. It's that time again. World Championship Radio coming to you from Christopher Media Studios. And, of course, I'm joined again by my good friend, Justin. What's going on, wrestling buddies? And my good friend, Michael. Hotly doodly. And, of course, we're here to bring you our take on wrestling. You know, each we do every week. Uh, I hope you people are enjoying it. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you listening and downloading our show. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get to it. Uh, we've had a... Pretty busy week. We're coming off of uh, a few pay-per-views. Well, you know, I mean, do we really still call them pay-per-views even though it's on the network? And we just pay like nine ninety nine a month? They call it a pay-per-view. Okay. So they do still sell it, like, somewhere. Yeah, they call it a pay-per-view. I call it a pay-per-view. You still got to pay? Okay. You're paying your nine ninety nine. You're paying the view? Okay. Pay- All right. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, I am paying $9.99 a month ever since it started, so... One of those founding members. But, uh, yeah, we've had uh, a few pay-per-views here. Uh, and uh, let's just get into them. I, mean, I wanted to cover them because we did do our, last week our uh, predictions and, uh, you know, hopes that we, the people who we wanted to win and who we thought would win, you know, because of the way the world's of the WWE goes. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Our first off, uh, let's talk about uh, NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. I thought this was a, a pretty good show. What did you guys feel about this show? Uh, overall. Overall, I liked it. Yeah? Oh, it was a fucking awesome show. Yeah, I thought it was a strong show. I just It kind of took me by surprise because I didn't really expect a lot because I'm, like, myself personally, I'm not a big fan of Mr. Andrade, CN. <laughs> and, uh, but he, he kind of won me over on this one. But, yeah, this show I thought was pretty damn good. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's kick it off here right off the get-go. Uh, we had the NXT Tag Team Championship, uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley versus Authors of Pain, which uh, I, it, this was a pretty heavy-hitting match yeah. for them, for uh, Fish and uh, Kyle Riley off the get-go because, I mean, those boys, they hit heavy, but I don't think they got the steam. <laughs> I don't think they have the distance, you know, for a match. Well, how would you guys feel about this match? That match actually went a lot better than I expected. It went way better than I expected. The mm. authors of pain, they showed me something. They actually showed me that they could sell. Yeah, that was a big thing for me. I haven't seen them hurt like that before. Right, and, and, and it was realistic. Super realistic, yeah. But, I mean, you look at the way, like, even, uh, was it Akam was the one that his leg was getting targeted? Yes. Like, yeah. hard? Yes. And those guys know how to work a, leg, a body part on a guy in a match. Right. I mean, it's one of those, if you see the four of them standing in the alleyway, about to square up, you're going to go offensive pain all day. Oh, for sure. But through that match, you know, it showed, you know, they they worked the leg, and it they worked it from what? I want to say five minutes into the match, they started working that leg, and toward the end, that was the factor. Yeah, that was the big deciding factor in that match, but uh, Mike... Was there any big points of this match you enjoyed or, you know, stuck out in your mind? I enjoyed the whole match. Because I know these are your boys. I just enjoyed the whole match. I thought it was just, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I 
honestly think that the authors of Pain will be in the main roster very soon. Yeah. I, I want to say one part, one of the big points for me was that fallaway slam by, uh, what is it, Razor? When he had yeah. the, both of them on him, yes, and that was oh, wow. on the back. And then. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was fish. It was on the head. You know, he had him in a headlock. Yeah, he the headlock. And he had O'Reilly across in front of him, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you knew nothing. Nothing good was. I mean, it was awesome to see for us, but nothing good was coming from that situation. Oh dear God, no! <laughs> and, and you know what? It, when when uh. You see Fish and O'Reilly later on in the night. Both their arms are just bandaged up. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Ah, that might be legit. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of the injuries in NXT are a little more legit than some of the stuff you see in WWE. And like, I don't know. But, yeah, this was a crazy match. And, I mean, I think it could have gone either way, really. Like, the way they were going back and forth. It, but It, it was. It was. I, I mean, and considering this was the tone setter, yeah, everybody else, they oh god, everyone stepped up afterwards. Right, it just got better over the night. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't get? It, was there one match where someone didn't get hard weighed by accident? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't think there was. But yeah, this was a crazy match, and in the end, uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly were able to defeat them, you know, with a pinfall, which is a big deal because these guys, you know, aren't easy to beat. We've, they've proven that over time and being in NXT now. And I think it's time for them probably to move on to the big roster, you know? Uh, you know what? I was really pushing for them last week. I felt that it was their time. But mm-hmm. after seeing that, seeing that they finally showed me a match where I'm like, fuck, okay, you know, Authors of Pain can work a little bit. Right. I kind of want to see them work in NXT a little bit more now. Yeah, I, I could agree with that, but... You know, what was it on uh, SmackDown when uh, Jimmy and Jay were gloating about the big win they had at uh, Royal Rumble, which we'll get to. And uh, they, it, I thought that was going to be the moment they were going to bring them out because of the way they were like, talking. Like, we beat everybody. We put them in that. Remember that gimmick where the door was slamming yeah. on the screen? <laughs> Lockdown! Lockdown! <laughs> yeah. And it was like... I thought that was corny, but, you know, I thought that would have been a perfect time to debut a brand new group in that show. And it was like, I thought Authors of Pain were going to be those guys coming out. But, of course, we were greeted by the the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> Which didn't even do anything. Right. And they're still fighting jobbers. So, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I think it's time for the Authors of Pain, personally, for me, to that, them to move on in their careers. But, uh Let's move on in general to the next match, which I thought was a pretty good match. Uh, we had Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono. Uh, this was kind of a grudge match. Uh, I think it's kind of, you know, where these characters are trying to build themselves into getting into the title spot. Right. Since, you know, there's nothing like a, like a middle ground like Intercontinental or a U.S. title. But, yeah, I think this was a really decent match. Uh, what do you guys feel about this match? It was all right. Nothing you know, like stuck think, out to you like I, the Alistair Black match. I think Velveteen Dream carried that match. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> That's just disappointing. Yeah, because you know, I think Cassius Ono is becoming. It seems to me a little sloppy and content. Yeah, I think that's his problem when he comes up into the big times. You know what they call the big times. 
Yeah, and he's an indie darling. A lot of people love him yes. in the indies. He's done some great work there. Why is it that he comes into NXT and it just falls flat? But, I, yeah, it, it ahead, could just, he's just could be a choke artist. I mean, because you're right. This is how many times has he been in WWE and choked out? <laughs> I think this is his second is time. This, is or, this the second? Yeah, I think this is only his second time. But still, I mean, this is his second try. Like, you should be kicking ass. Right. He should be one going vying for that belt right now. I wait. From the start of the match, I just want to know one thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't the dude handing him his handing a Velveteen Dream his mouthpiece? Mm-hmm. Tell me that dude didn't look like Percy Watkins. I thought it was Percy. Really? For, for a quick second, I was like, why the hell is Percy handing him a fucking mouthpiece? The dude that was holding the pillow with the mouthpiece? Yeah, okay. You know what? That might, it would have been funnier if it was Percy. Because you would have been like, Percy, what are you doing there? It's like he's I'll be right sh- back. Yeah. Don't worry. You hold on one second. Yeah, I got to take care of my boy. But wasn't it uh, Wasn't it uh, Dream that said that he was going to beat um, Cassius in 30 seconds or less? Yep, 30 seconds or less. That crowd counted. <laughs> I heard him counting. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it wasn't going to. I mean, you know, there's just no way. Yeah. I, I would lose so much respect for uh, for Chris Chris Ono. <laughs> Chris Ono. <laughs> if he even allowed that. If he was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I got a job. I'll lay down in 30 seconds. Right. No, fuck that. No, I mean, I, I think Velveteen Dream is the future. Yeah, I agree with that he's too. The yeah, future. He's he's still just not quite there yet. But let Gold Dust retire before you try to take his mantle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. I mean, you you're right on that. But yeah, it was kind of crazy, and uh, yeah, I didn't really see a lot coming from you know Ono at all, and I, it was you know, a, a pinfall. So obviously, you know, going over. I think that this is going to move, you know, Velveteen up into a new spot. Like, who do you possibly think you could be targeting next after, you know, beating Cassius here? Is there anybody you think he'd be targeting future endeavors? Or? <laughs> hmm. I, you know what? I, I would figure that he would probably be going up against uh, Johnny Wrestling or... Hmm. or um, Oh, uh, what's my man's name? Oh, no, but he's gone over to 205, hasn't he? Um, Who's that? Uh, Roderick Strong. Yeah. yeah. I, I would. I could see really what? good. Yeah, you didn't hear that? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, Mike. At least he's having, he's, he's having a match. They still announce him yeah, as NXT star. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> really put him on there yet. Oh, is this like how they had Tyler Bate on there for the uh, the tournament? Yeah. Correct, correct. They're trying different things. You know, the WWE, they like to mess around and poke and prod at things and see if it works. Actually, <laughs> a, a match between Velveteen Dream and Roddy, actually, I can see that. That would be entertaining. I, I would enjoy that. Yeah, and, and coming off of the guys that he's fought before, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's almost a natural, you know, slide on in. The, mm-hmm. the style, everything. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that one. But uh, I, I agree with you thinking he might go after Johnny Wrestling, too, because of uh, all the stuff. You know, like when he was getting, uh, you know, leading up to the Andrade match, he was getting hammered pretty hard by Velveteen, you know, talking shit to him and just, were, you know, trying to get inside of his head. And I think it did, you know, because, I mean, the way the match went that we'll get to here momentarily. But 
it was just you know I think that would be a good character for him to work with and and you know seeing him against different types of athletes in the NXT you know the high you know what I mean by like high flyers versus the power guys right. like Drew McIntyre or you know like Lars Sullivan versus you know the high flyer guys that you see coming in now or have been there. But yeah, it, I like that, and I, I it'll be interesting to see who he does go after next. And uh, do you guys have any other closing thoughts on this match or uh, nothing? On this one, no, no, it's pretty <clears throat> close uh, case on that one. But uh, yeah, let's get on to the other one. Um, next up, uh, we have the NXT Women's Championship: uh, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, the Queen of Aces. <laughs> Mike, how did you feel about this match? Was this uh, was this what you were looking forward to for uh, NXT it was a Takeover? Shit show because you had to fight her in a wrestling match, right? Yeah, I agree but with I that. am very happy that Ember Moon ended up winning the match. I think she wrecked the shit out of her arm, though. Or her arm is fucked. You could tell when she <laughs> came out for the rumble. The rumble. Yeah, but. They, I, I have no qualms about Ember Moon anymore. Like, no. She, no. She's, she's a workhorse. Good. She's good. She's, yeah. like you said, a, wor- a workhorse. Yes. I honestly, I had no complaints about this match. I thought it was a good match. Right. I, I actually thought Shayna Baszler showed me something. If she shuts her mouth. I wish she would not <laughs> talk at all. But unfortunately, this is the WWE and everyone has to cut a promo. Right. She, she would make a good heater. Right, that just kept her mouth shut. She would, she would do great. Like at a China, yes, yeah. She physically, I mean, come on, guys. This is something you can't disagree with. Physically, she looks imposing. Yeah, she looks impressive when, when she, you know, when she's going at somebody. Mm-hmm. Considering she's a trained fighter, it looks like she's, you know, mounting them, about to beat the piss out of them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I mean, when I saw her and when she was fighting in MMA, I thought that you know she was pretty strong in that, you know realm of uh very imposing you know be able to kick ass you know and that's the problem though or in lies the problem is that maybe she's a little too stiff right now like jumping into the fray the way she is and getting into people's faces i don't think that she's worked enough matches to understand that you know there's a certain amount of motor you should give to a move Mm-hmm. Before you're actually hurting the other person, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think she's quite grasped that yet. I'm trying to say that word right because I have a problem with keys. I apologize. Kind of, kind of like she came in it knowing how to fight, but they still haven't really taught her how to work. Right. She can fight, but she can't work with you just yet. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like I think that match. Like I said, it just. Seeing Ember Moon at Rumble with that whole arm tape from shoulder to what wrist? wrist? Yeah, <laughs> it was like holy crap! Like I can't believe. She, I mean, I'm glad that she was part of that historic match, but at the same time, you're the champion. You have to kind of, kind of chill. <laughs> like, <laughs> take one back. Like I was, I was kind of. I thought that was cool that being an NXT champion now gets you into the Rumble. This is because we've had all NXT champions in the Rumble ever since yep. NXT is becoming a legitimate, like, how do I say it? Um, another promotion? Yeah, a legitimate promotion. Right. Um, Rob- to its, its own brand. Right, its own brand. Thank you. And just like, I think that's a cool feature, but I would have passed. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I did a match against Shayna Baszler, the person that's very a, a very stiff worker, it's become you know being known as. And I think it's going to change after this. This was the first one, so right. I don't think she would have been like no to that. Yeah, but I mean this this was a heavy hitting match on both sides. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Ember Moon as a heavy hitter, and I mean that oh, move she does. Off the top rope, still amazing. Eclipse, that Stone Cold, eclipse, yeah. yeah, that Eclipse, Stone Cold. It's like a Stone Cold Cutter, like <laughs> but exactly. But w- off more the top dangerous. rope, off the top rope. Yeah, well, yeah. How was she first? I mean, she was trained by Booker T for Christ's sakes. When you know, when she first came in, I expect her to be an ass whooper. Yeah, and, uh, but tough, very tough. And the one thing that 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 gets me though is I do believe. You know, shoot, she is acceptable to um, the shoulder injuries. Mm-hmm. She's been legit out on two shoulder injuries. Yeah. I, and this could be legit, which goes yeah. back to Shayna needs to tone it the yeah, fuck back. Turn it, yeah, turn it down <laughs> just a tad bit. You know, like, I understand you're, you're known for taking out people like, Kari Sane, like when she took when she took Kari Sane down in that headlock at the entrance, I yeah. legitimately thought she was getting choked out, <laughs> like losing air, or brain shutting down. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, this was a crazy match. But uh, like we said, uh, Ember Moon was a beast and was able to pull this off via pinfall. And uh, that Eclipse, like I said, was the uh, deciding factor really in this match. Uh, locked in Ember Moon as the current, you know, f- retaining champion. And uh, anything else you guys want to say about this match? Uh, you know what? I'm kind of curious to see, is this going to be Baszler uh, Ember 2? If, if, you know, if they're going to have that. Or mm. is somebody else going to step up? Because whoever is next in line, they got an easy target, especially with that shoulder. Right. Or even, like, I could see her having to give it up because the way they do now with titles. I don't like that, you know, oh, yeah. but I do understand it's, you know, keeping the title in front of the camera, and that's what the whole idea of that belt is. Uh-huh. You know. That that was ever since, what, like, 95 when, when Sean, Sean Michaels got his ass beat by the Marines, mm-hmm. and he had to turn over the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same deal. They're like, listen, you you can't fuck with this title. This has got to be in circulation. Yeah. Or, or what is it? Um, the thirty day rule, which they never bring up or ever enforce. Oh anymore. yeah, they won't. They'll never tell anybody really about but, that. But you guys do remember that the, the champ has to defend every thirty days. Yeah. You know, television champ has to defend on TV every. Tate I show. think Brock Lesnar's <laughs> missed that a couple times, but I'm not sure. <laughs> he's cruised way past the 30 days. Yeah, he's been like, you know, like he's taken off a year, like a year. Every easy. two months. Yeah, every two months. Like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a crazy match. But uh, let's move on here um, to another match, an extreme match, an extreme rules match, folks. Uh, we had Aleister Black versus Adam Cole. Oh. Man, this was a heavy hit match too. What do you guys uh, feel about this one? It's made my head hurt. Made your head hurt? Yes. Like, what do you mean? Like, it was hard to watch. Oh, just watching the psychological things that were going on. Oh, yeah. Adam Cole was getting pissed <laughs> <laughs> because Alistair Black wouldn't hit him with a weapon. Right. 
And that, I think that's been a big thing for Adam Cole is hitting people with the weapon. Or just in this, you know, altercation between the two. Well, he uh, he got his back broken on two chairs, so he got what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I never want to see that spot again. I never want to see Adam <laughs> Cole take that spot again because as soon as he hit, I went, oh, shit, he's done. Oh, yeah. Like, forever. He is done forever. Yeah, that was, uh, I would say, probably one of the best, worst bumps I've seen. Not as like worse as it looked. It just looked bad. It looked so bad. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this was a a knockout dragout match. Like I agree with Mike, but it wasn't my head. It was like joints of like I could actually feel the pain that these two were going through throughout this match, and I just you know I was crazy. You know, it kept my interest. And yeah, watching. I wanted to throw in the towel for both of them, my damn self. I'm just like, who do you call to get to stop this? Like, someone stop it. <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. This match was nasty. Uh, it, it was a great match, but oh god, it was nasty. It, it was exactly what I was hoping, <laughs> actually hoping for. And they didn't give us a WWE match. No, right. no, not not by by any fucking stretch of the imagination. Oh no, definitely. That was an indie match. That was an indie match. This is definitely NXT different breed wrestling, and that's why I think this was a better pay-per-view. But this match alone was, you know, one of the many deciding factors of the show, you know, that made it for me. And, yeah, plenty of great spots. I mean, momentum went back and forth multiple times. Had run-ins. Yeah, yeah, had run-ins. <laughs> match had everything. Yeah, it had my favorite part, which is the black mass. And, I mean, that kick is as brutal as it comes. Well, Killian Dane jumped out, jumped through the middle rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After telling Adam Cole, I'm going to put you through that table. Right. Hold on one sec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would scare the shit out of me if I saw that. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be a very scary thing. <coughs> but. A man his size tells me, "Listen, I'm gonna fuck you up, but hold on, I gotta go beat the shit out of two of my friends and two of your friends." Right? <coughs> yeah. Like everybody's getting hurt tonight. Yeah, that was uh, crazy. But. Uh, or anything like I would say, like I said, you know, or like you guys brought up the back, you know, the backbreaker on Cole over those two chairs. Uh, I mean, was there anything else that really came, you know, pointed out in your mind that you know? I mean, there were so many things that went I, on. It was, I know. It, um, oh Christ! <laughs> like you said, there were so many moves, but that one just it stood out because. It, it was just, it was unique because you don't see that often. Right. You know, a, a, a lot of the stuff was... Innovative? Yeah, a, a innovative, but at the same time, it was just a little bit of tweaks on things that we have already seen before. Right. And that's what keeps it interesting. Right. Yeah, you know, I was like, okay, you know, like, um, oh, God, when Adam Cole, you know, bit the damn uh, chair... As he's yeah. trying to, you know, get himself up. Yeah. It's one of those, you could see it coming. Hell, you even you could even see Adam Cole look over to make sure it was coming. Right. <laughs> well, in those type of matches, you got to be ready for that. But the the impact that he took from it, yeah. it just, it, it made me forget that, okay, he just looked out for that. You know, it's like, 
You know, and plus two is something that we see over and over again. Oh, I got the chair up. You know, right. you get me before I get you kind of deal. Yeah. But it still looked good. Like you said, just those little those little tweaks. Yeah, that's what makes the match worthwhile. And great yeah, performers in the ring. You know, these guys, I think they could probably do an Iron Match easy with one another. I think we could see more of those two and draw bigger crowds. I think there's going to be more of it. People love that, man. People love the two of them. Right. But, uh, yeah, like you said, with the run-ins and all the, I mean, the crazy spots, this, I think, could be a big deal. And um, another big deal, I would kind of say, um, was the uh, introductions they had over the evening of uh, War Machine. Your boys uh, showed up there. Yes. And uh, Trevor Ricochet Man. Man. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting name. But, hey, you know what? If they want to make him like a, I don't know, like a Tony Stark kind of like, I don't know, like playboy slash, you know, high-flying intense guy, I could deal with that. Like, that's a kind of, I get that vibe. Like the way he had him suited up real nice. And yeah. He looked, you know, he looked like a million bucks. And then uh, we also had the, uh, everyone knew about this one, uh, Ethan Carter, EC3. I swear to God, last week I said out of everybody that that you know got released, everybody that might come over, mm-hmm. I said you're not going to see EC3. <coughs> yeah, and that's the first goddamn face I saw. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was watching it. I was like, wait a minute, didn't Justin say that uh, EC3 was never going to be in NXT or back in WWE in general? Like, like never, never. <laughs> and as EC3 at that, so you know that was WWE's big. Fuck you to TNA. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. But I think, uh, what's her name? Dixie Carter's been taken in stride. I've seen a couple tweets of, like, happiness for uh, Rockstar Spud becoming a general manager and Ethan Carter getting a spot, you know, or an opportunity to wrestle on a bigger stage, which is cool, you know, not sour. No sour grapes. But, uh... Let's talk about uh, let's talk about a big match, the final match of the show, uh, NXT Championship, Andrade Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano. One of the longest matches, wow, ever on a WWE pay per view. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was amazed by it. It was uh, crazy. Yeah, super long. I mean, intensity was there. I mean, that knee strike that Andrade does to a guy in a corner. Oh, the double knees? Yeah, that... Oh, my God. Like, I think I see their lips, like, turn, like, red, like, from the impact. I mean, even though it's not really hitting them that hard, like people say like that, but those impacts look bad. Hell, did you see Gargano's lips since you brought, since you brought that yeah. up? The inside of his lips, it looked like he had gotten punched and just bit yeah, all the line. way around. Yeah. It was top and bottom. I wonder if he got that from taking that move. From us being bouncers, we know that, you know, when somebody gets punched in the mouth in a certain way like that, <laughs> that red line. Make it form. clear, it's just the two of you that were bouncers. <laughs> oh, come on. I was going to give you some shade, bro. <laughs> but no, yeah. We, we, when you get punched in the mouth like that, I mean, he looked like he got his ass beat. And yes, I, yes. And that's like, like I was telling you guys before we started recording the show, um, I was not a big fan of this guy, Andrade. And I thought he had a chip on his shoulder. They kept talking about him going out to partying and shit. And he, it showed in the ring. Like he was very well portraying that, you know, that laid back, laissez faire style, you know, like, give a fuck. Like, who cares? He's the shadow. 
<laughs> yeah, he was like the shadow. Yeah, la sombra, no la sombra, shadow. which was cool. Him coming out with that mask. <laughs> now, was that his old mask? It looked yeah. a lot like the it la sombra. Was pretty mask. close. Yeah, but I thought it was cool that he, you know, threw back to that luchador heritage with the mariachi guys yeah, coming the out, and they're all masked up, wearing the lij <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Which nobody really picked up on, which is fine. A lot of people I, don't know I that correlation. I didn't, I, didn't, and, uh, I, I didn't catch it at first. When I went back and watched it again, I was I my jaw dropped and I was like, Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting that a lot of people don't connect that Naito, you know, Los Garbernobles, Andrade being one of the key, I think he was the one that started it. He's right? the one that brought uh, Naito in, right? That's what I say. Started the whole thing for Naito, and then Naito went back to Japan and got permission to form the Japanese New Japan. Right. And a lot of people see that Naito strong, you know, hitting, you know, fast-paced style. And that was that's a lot of mix of Andrade's style. Yeah, it's you know, a lot the of the sombra well, style. Yeah. Especially that 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 uh that on the ropes, you know, the, yeah. the, the lay on the ropes deal. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. The slow yeah. down the pace of the match. Yep. And, like I said, every time I see Nino do it, I'm like, ah, ah. Yep. <laughs> I saw that on the next Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common thing, but I mean it's it's definitely cool to see. My Maybe whole see thing with Andrade is I'm it's still weird to me not seeing him with the without with the mask. You need the mask, and it's kind. It was kind. I just started look, figuring out who he was, and then he went to NXT, yeah. and now I'm like I remember like watching matches. And I'm like, all right, this this guy. I, I finally got watching the matches, figuring out figuring out who's who, and, and then he comes. And I'm like, where's the fucking mask? Right. But I, I think he like in the beginning I was like that, but I think now he's kind of grown into his own where he can do that thing. You know, bringing a mask out, wearing it, and then ripping it off in a show of, you know, growing, or how do I say, of shedding skin, really, like a snake. Yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah. I like, I like that correlation there. <laughs> Shed the skin. Yeah, you know, but uh, he was, uh, like we said, a very hard-hitting match, and uh, Johnny Gargano got the best of it, and uh, yeah, he got yeah. beat in the end in a defiant yeah, pinfall. Was not a fan of that, but... Right. I mean, Angelina Vega, too, got involved, which, you know, yeah. it doesn't give Andrade still a lot of credit in the clean win. Yeah. But your girl, what? she got involved. Oh, hey, she was helping out her man. <laughs> Just like you two called. You yep. both were like, listen, she's going to get involved because I know I'm like, no, there's no way. There's well, no way. She's got a lot of falling, and the I think NXT WWE has finally realized that. Like when she was in the the ladies wrestling tournament, I don't think they really realized wh- how much potential she brings or how much she, fanfare she has. Yeah, following her, people, she, half those pe- those women in that tournament, they thought nobody knew who any of them were. Right, and I mean, you know, there was a lot of great talent. Don't get me wrong in that tournament. Like I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to women's wrestling at all, but. Candice LeRae is on a whole nother level, in my opinion, of her wrestling and women's wrestling in general. Wrestling in general, because I've seen her uh, get the shit kicked out of and kick her. the shit out of dudes. Yeah, covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Not something you normally see with women's wrestling. My thing was, it wasn't that I didn't want to see her. It was, I, I thought it was, 
it was going to be rushed, you know, it was like as soon as she shows up, but as soon as, as soon as takeover started and they, you know, they showed the the backstage, you know, Gargano getting ready. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I know she's going to get involved. Well, the whole family was there. Oh yeah. Crazy. I I knew she was going to get involved, but at the same time, she's a wrestler. It's like, mm-hmm. what, what would you expect? I mean, in real life, if your woman could throw down yeah. and you're getting your ass beat by another woman, you would expect your woman to come right, over. Right, because it. you're not going <laughs> to try to throw hands on another woman. Even in wrestling, they don't do that. Exactly. So, I, I, you know, I guess it was in that situation, it's not rushed. It, it's, but saying that, you know, I kind of contradict myself and just contradicted Mike with, we've seen her fight men. You know, yeah. Candice LeRae has fought men <laughs> yeah. in brutal matches. So and got the better end of it a lot of the time. Are you? I would say. Would you say that the NXT WWE is behind the times? Now that I mean, they're just now getting into the mixed gender stuff, mm-hmm. which I we, I'm enjoying the hell out of. Oh, it's hilarious! Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining, it's comedic, but there's still a lot of good wrestling. In they're the making they're, fifty on it. Okay, this is kind of making me like a few wrestlers that you didn't normally like. Yeah, like it, Braun Strowman actually showing a little bit of character. The which two, was, the two of the. We'll get back to that, but <laughs> yeah, the two of them together—it's the most awkward-looking thing in the world, but it works. Yeah, it works. It the Miz, the Miz and Asuka—that works too. The, watching that match, I like the Miz. Yeah, for a little while, because yeah. the two of them worked off. They're working off each other really good. Or even two talented wrestlers like uh, Sami Zayn and uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, I mean that's two. Style, you know, stellar workers, and it, perfect gingers, ginger snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they lost. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, another thing I wanted to get back to real quick about NXT, which I, I, I kind of wasn't happy about, and I think it kind of ruined the end of this. Uh, did you guys see the Johnny uh, Gargano get, get attacked by Tommaso? Yeah, at the end yes. there. Yes, that could have waited. In my opinion, that could have waited a couple shows that on a, on a regular show, not after he just fucking fought his heart out, you know, and his wife and his wife's carrying him out. Like, come on, like I understand Johnny's been or not Johnny Tommaso's been gone for a while due to injury, but still, come on. Uh, you know what? As soon as he wrapped that crutch around his back, he was bleeding out of his back after <laughs> that hit. I went. That cements it. I said it last week. Gargano is Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Ciampa's going to be Owens. They're going to they're gonna keep those two going at each other. Fight forever. Forever. Yeah. And they'll be best friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. At one point, probably, you know, maybe two, three years down the road, if they, you know, if their bodies hold out, maybe even a year, year yeah. and a half, they'll be back together. Right. But, uh, yeah, this is a crazy – that was a crazy moment, and I'm interested. You know, I'm sure something's not going to happen tonight because this is still part of the taping from Philadelphia, probably before the show. They do a lot of show, you know, recording, and they'll recycle it for the next week, which is fine. It's still good wrestling. I enjoy that. But I'll be interested to see what down the line what happens between Johnny and Tommaso. Because I mean that's not over. Obviously, we uh, it was shown by the end of uh, Takeover, and uh, with that, you guys, uh, you guys enjoyed it, right? You said at the beginning you enjoyed the, the whole uh, experience of NXT Takeover Philadelphia, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, I enjoyed it, but <clears throat> I 
I'm starting to. I just now noticed. I see where WWE shooting themselves in the foot. Okay, what do you mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. Just like the opening match, this is the opening show. It's, it's the day before, but it's the opening show. You see this, and you're pumped up. So now your expectations for the main roster is through the roof. Right. For, you know... For when you see these guys wrestling and putting on great matches in NXT, you're hoping for that to translate over to the WWE. Right. And it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm agreeing with you on this statement. I think they need to... Maybe not lead in with a takeover at any of the big events. No, you know, no lead in to Rumble. Kind of have it on their own. Right. No lead in like to. Like in between a pay-per-view. Hell, between a pay-per-view or, or if you're going to do a takeover, have it on an uh, elimination chamber. Right. Fuck that pay-per-view. Or even have it on a Thursday <laughs> or on a Wednesday night. You know what I mean? Like on a normal NXT night. Right. It, didn't TNA used to do that for a while with their uh, big promotions? That didn't sell real well. They used to just have them on the regular show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bound for Glory, I know, yep. was on TV. Uh, what was it? There was a couple other ones they had on just regular TV. Yep. Uh, all their pay- for, for like a year and a half, all their pay-per-views were regular TV. Right. Because they weren't going to sell any pay-per-view. And, you know, with the, <laughs> and it's, you know, with the WWE Network, you know, it's still pay. You have to pay for it. I think they could do that on a Thursday or not a Thursday, a Wednesday night, a pay-per-view. Oh, hell, they could do any night they wanted. Right. <laughs> and we're, we're still going to watch because, like you said, if you got the network, if you don't watch it that night, you're going to watch it. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, you can watch it at work, Mike. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've popped it on at work as well. I've watched it a couple times. But, uh, yeah, this was a great pay-per-view. And uh, like you said, maybe they should have an NXT takeover in between pay-per-views, like, you know, the big ones for the WWE. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about that pay-per-view. We had the WWE Royal Rumble for 2018. Uh, this was a crazy one. This was the first ever women's Royal Rumble. We had big match there. We had the big match between uh, Braun Strowman and uh, Brock Lesnar and Kane. That was a big match. And we had... <laughs> um, you notice I'm trying to hype this up. Yeah, it was a big match. Okay. It was a big. It was a big show. They you were, know, they were big guys. Big guys. <laughs> and uh, I mean, let's. Uh, you guys want to even cover the kickoffs? Well, I do. You know what? Okay, let's cover yeah, the kickoff let's cover show. The kickoff. Let's cover up everything. Yeah, fuck it. I'm sorry, kids. Um, let's start with the first match. Uh, we had Kalisto, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado versus TJP, Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. For, and this was a six-man ch- tag match. And uh, what did you guys feel about this one? Was this? Uh, were you guys even watching it when it was on? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we watched that match, didn't we? I know. Yes. I, yeah. I, I think we were. I think we were in between playing 2K18 and... Watching it. Yeah, I remember watching it. I, For the most part, in spots, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. One particular spot, which I like to call, but I pretty much dubbed the uh, Lucha Fountain. Oh, yeah, that was an amazing <laughs> move. When, uh, all three of them did moonsaults off the same turnbuckle. Yeah, <laughs> it, that was pretty In different sweet. directions. But you know what? I don't know what it is. Maybe between NXT and WWE. I want to bring this up now because it kind of annoyed you and it annoyed me, Mike. Uh, the camera angles. Yeah. Switching all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of that. Like, NXT doesn't do it as much, 
They right. get kind of more. How do I say it? Like they, they give you mo- they give you more angles in the replays. When they do the replay, they give you the multiple angles. Right. That's when they should do that. That they don't do it head on. Right. But during the matches in WWE, they're boop 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 boop. You know, changing like crazy. Yeah, because they, they want to be football. I mean, well, hell, <clears throat> right. excuse me. A lot of things that you see on football was adapted from WWE. Right. The way they, they do some of their camera angles. Well, a lot of the XFL stuff is now used in modern NFL broadcast. Right, exactly. You know, so the they're just trying to, we're better. Look, we can do this and this, 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 this. Right. Every angle. <laughs> For the viewer, though, it's like, holy shit, I feel like I'm getting sick. Like, seasick almost like motion sickness because you're trying to grasp the situation you need you need like how do i say it foundation like the ring needs to stay in the same spot (laughs) you just need a hard cam (laughs) yeah we just want a hard cam the one that we had for how many years they've been in business the one that's out over the crowd and it works we don't need anything else but getting back to this match it was you know TJP and his attitude. I don't understand that whole thing. And He was left behind. I'm he's, just, he's the first cruiserweight champion. Yeah. And he was left behind. No one. He's an afterthought now. Well, you want to speak about left behind, talk about Drew Gulak after the whole Enzo Amore debacle. <coughs> I mean, his gimmick, I don't know what the hell they're going to do with him. He's wearing yellow and black for no fucking reason now. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the, the kiss. No, he w- he w- he went back to what he was wearing before that. Oh, I thought that was the mimic, like the Enzo, the cheetah, yellow and black. Okay. No, he wore stupid stuff like that beforehand. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. This was a crazy match, and in the end. Uh, oh, did you uh, either of you see what he did at the uh, last night on two hundred five? No, I didn't. Oh yes. With but, uh, the the the. Dozen roses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, he's going to be the new general manager. Kiss ass. Probably be like the assistant or something like that. He'll try to get something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a this was a crazy match, and uh, kind of glad it ended the way it did. And uh, I think you know the Selena Del Sol is a, a, a heavy hitting mat, uh, move. I mean, if you get caught in that thing, you're done. And like that, TJP lost it. And those, uh, we don't know where it goes from there. It's kind of a weird storyline. <laughs> no storyline over in that no. world. And uh, we just kind of enjoy it as it is. Exactly. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was just there just for filler. Right. It's, you know, the ooh and ah moment for the crowd. Uh, <laughs> moving on to this match. I know, uh, Justin, you were looking forward to this one. The Revival versus the Good Brothers, Luke Ellis and Carl Anderson. This match, uh, I don't know, man. I was, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it was just really slow. Like, did it seem slow to you guys? It was very slow. I, I don't know if they told them to slow down the pace, but eh, both teams are kind of, they're, you know, they're methodical, slow moving tag teams, you know? Yeah. Work, work a body part and kind of deal, you know? So it's just a, just a bad matchup. Yeah. It's just a bad matchup of styles. Yeah, I mean, guys like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know I know, Michael hate me for saying this. The Revival is talented in some respects in wrestling. And I just don't like the way they deliver themselves. But Fuck the Revival. Right, I knew this was coming. <laughs> but it just so slow. And, I mean, these guys, 
You know, Gallo, I don't understand this knockout thing. Like, having Jason Jordan getting knocked out, you know, hitting the ring post. Uh, who else got knocked out? Luke Gallo's got knocked out in this match. I mean, <laughs> shit. Is this where you're going to start having, like, concussion issues in the WWE? I know there's the, there's the lawsuit. concussion issues. There's the lawsuits <laughs> that's going on right now. But should they be really playing off this whole, like, wrestlers getting knocked out? And, and, you know, like being on the sidelines, like doing the whole head shaking thing. Like, I, I mean, that's. Is that kind of candor, pandering to the crowd of, you know, that are like, oh, yeah, there it is. It's happening. Like, no, no, I don't think it is. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it is at all because that's something that's been in wrestling forever. Yeah. You get you got to shake it off. You get, ah, you know, it's like it just took a move that hurt my back and my neck and my head. Yeah. But, yeah, this match just sucked. Yeah. I, I mean, just no flavor. Nothing. What did you guys feel? Do you think, I mean, overall, this match, would you, was it crap? <sighs> For me, it was. <laughs> you did that perfectly. When they said, say, yeah, you were like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> disdain. Yeah, disdain. I agree. Uh, it's one of those, uh, I don't like a match where it's two heel teams going at each other. I don't. You know, and then there's two teams that I both, you know, I really like. So yeah, they are two solid teams. I'm yeah. not so, gonna lie. So it was really no payoff for me. It was just a match. Like you know, just got to see see my guys out there. That was right. It. And if this is build up from Raw 25, no, <laughs> like no, it didn't work. Like if you thought that that helped build this match, you're wrong, WWE, and it was crap. And we're gonna move on. To the United States Championship, Bobby Roode versus Mojo Raleigh to defend the United States title. Uh, another match that I was really hoping for, like, a really great match. Uh, what do you guys feel about this match? Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 this is going to become a theme of the night, folks. Just get ready for this. I got to be Except honest. for a few. I got to be honest. This, this was one I had to walk away from. Yeah. Okay. I'm not the only one in this. Uh, this was even though I am happy that Bobby Roode. Yeah, Bobby Roode, man, glorious. He won. It was it was glorious. Bob Roode. <laughs> well, who who called him that? That we caught that, Mike. Oh, what Bob Roode. Was that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it was uh, Rusev. That's right. Bob Roode. Bob Roode. <laughs> it was just crazy. Like, that's his surname. That was his father. Call me Bobby. <laughs> I guess the way it felt. But, Bob Roode, get into the ring. <laughs> yeah, this match, it just, it didn't have anything, man. It was, I mean, this is a kickoff show, I know. And I know that, you know, Bobby's retaining the title in this match. And Mojo Raleigh is trying to be a, how do I say, a up-and-coming talent in the singles division. Right. So we've known him for being tagging with us, Zack Ryder for a while. Now He won the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Right. But he, he, I don't know, man. He's just kind of a flat competitor when it comes to singles matches. I understand the hype thing. And that, that don't, it's, I can see that he's trying to play that down a little bit now as he's in the main roster. Right. I, I never liked Mojo as a singles. I saw he had talent for being green when he when he first stepped on the scene, but right. Eh, without he's better as a tag team. Right. He's better as a tag team. He's definitely a tag team competitor. But who would you say was a good fit for him? I mean, he didn't. Zach. 
I know for a fact I've I've read rumors that Zack Ryder has you know expressed complaints about about his style of wrestling. Although I guess like his attitude, like I guess Mojirali was expecting or is expecting a lot, like you know from the WWE because he's there. Which in fact it shouldn't be that way. It should be like I'm here to prove that I am a great competitor, and this is why you guys want me here. Shit, he, he might have to get represented by Titus Worldwide. <laughs> well, why? Sorry, it sounds like a dog barking. It scares me. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, this match was flat, and I mean, I'm glad, like you know, like you guys said, Bobby Roode won this and was able to retain this, so we won't have to, you know, see anybody that we don't want with the United States title and. Damn, Bobby looks good with a robe and a title. Yes. <laughs> I, I found a really sweet photo I got to send to you guys uh, of a black and white photo of, from that night where uh, 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 Ric Flair is actually there primping Bobby Roode's uh, robe before he goes out on the... Oh, out the, God. And it just, it's just like, it's kind of like an iconic moment. You see him working the collar and Bobby's just standing back like in a pose of like just thought of what's going to happen in this match and... It just, it, I thought it was pretty cool, you know, and uh, yeah, I wish it kind of translated into a really great <laughs> match, but we didn't get that, unfortunately. And, uh, with that, like I said, Bobby Roode did retain the title, and uh, we'll see where he goes from there. Hopefully, we'll see him on the main show, which uh, we're going into here, uh, and this was the kickoff match. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this match. I'm going to just say this for the record. We had AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, a handicap match for the world for the WWE Championship. What did you guys feel about this match? I already just told you about mine. Uh, yeah, another. Uh. I mean, a lot of people like this. You know, I've heard rumors that this was a big match for a lot of people. But Justin, what do you feel about this? I like the idea. Didn't like the, you know, I like the the concept of it, but I didn't like the the actual it out, you know, laid out in front of me. You know, once you actually presented it to me, it's like, okay, no, no, this isn't going to work. Abort, abort. Right. <laughs> but it's already too late. We're at the rumble. <laughs> and I, I don't know what it is about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, this whole thing that they've been having going on since Hell in a Cell. Like this air of being able to manipulate the show in any way they want. And we saw this happen throughout the show. Like, it wasn't just this match. It happened throughout, uh, you know, Royal Rumble. It happened in the Royal Rumble. They jumped somebody. We'll get to that. But <laughs> this match, it was like, you know, a lot of back and forth. And AJ held his own. He proved that he can fight two men at once, basically. Yeah. And that's all that was in this match. There wasn't a whole lot of, you know, from Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens. No, no. <laughs> and I don't understand where people are like, oh, wow, this was a great match. This was, you know, an entertaining match. No, it was just AJ carrying two guys. Which which we've seen him do that before. <laughs> and two talented guys, though, at that. Right. This is El Generico, the big indie <laughs> darling. And we got Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. You know, Kevin Steen kills Steen. I mean, where's where's the fire, man? Like, is this the complacency we're talking about, Justin? Uh, you know what? That it's the complacency. It's 
I, I know it's part of the storyline that, you know, they're, they're supposed to, well, we, we should have won regardless, you know, and right. we, we were cheated. But they actually did put out a shitty performance, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would think them being together, they would have a little more chemistry. You know, working as a team against one guy. You think there would be more, I don't know, moves, some combination moves. But I, it was just like, I understand down in Monday night, they were literally breaking down as a group. You know, uh, there's a big verbal dispute between Sammy and Kevin where Sammy walked out of the ring and, I mean, left Kevin on his own, which was stupid. Uh, I understand all this bullshit. People like this. Some people like this. See, now that should have happened during the Rumble. Yes. There should have been more dissension between the two during the Rumble. Right. <laughs> WWE timing. Bad on everything so far, like in this month or in this like time span between these pay per views and what's been going on now down the road. Just bad timing on a lot of things. And, yeah, you know, we'll come to that and further down. But uh, let's move on here. Like we had, like we said, uh, AJ was able to defend this belt and retain, which is great because AJ is a great WWE champion. And we've said this multiple times before. But, uh,. Let's move on here to the next match. We had uh, a, uh, I don't know. This is the Usos versus Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin in a two out of three falls, two, uh, which I thought was, you know, it was a pretty decent match. Uh, solid. Solid fighting. And uh, in the end, I, 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 it was a surprising that it was unanimous. You know, a unanimous right. victory. <laughs> because, I mean, Gable and, you know, Shelton Benjamin are no slouches in the ring. These guys are decent competitors. That's what true. happened? What <laughs> What did you guys feel about this stuff? Uh, I thought it was going to be a little longer. Yeah, that too. That's why, I mean, when you, you, know, when you hear two out of three falls, you think they're going to go for all three, you know, points of getting, a, you know, opportunity to wrestle. Right. We didn't have that. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was going to be one fall each team, then another fall to, you know, to break the tie, you know, at least 15, 20 minutes. I walked away, came back to Usos are walking away with the titles. I went, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't make, it doesn't make Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable look any more convincing as a tag team when you go against the Usos an opportunity where, I mean, it's a it's an opportunity to be able to showcase a lot of talent in a, you know in a time where they could have spread this out for a while. This could have been a longer match, like you guys said. This was short for a two out of three falls, and and like I said, it was a deciding fact. Like it was a unanimous win. Like the Usos took them out. Yeah, and I don't know what else to say. Like. You know, like I said, they came on SmackDown and cut that promo, and they literally have fought everybody in their division. And I mean, even clowning the bar that is the current SmackDown or uh, Raw champions, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. You know, so I mean, where, where do you think where where can the Usos? What can the Usos do now that they're you know still champions? What is there to offer them to wrestle in SmackDown anymore? Nothing. I, I, I think. Do you think the Budget Brother? I mean, I can't even say their names without laughing. 
God. <laughs> Until you give them real fucking talent to wrestle against, they are a joke. <laughs> Boom. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Why are you? What is this gimmick wrestling stuff? I know these guys are probably local guys or guys that actually work for the company in other capacities other than the wrestling. Like that one dude that was in the corner, he was skinny as shit. Like I, I could have whooped his ass. Yep. I mean, it was it's it's a joke. They're a joke, and the Usos are a team that are trying to be. How do I say it? They're their own unique style, where they're edgy, raw. They can be violent, but at the same time, they like to be entertaining. There's no one else in this comp or in this uh, show that can hold a candle though. I mean, I understand New Day's there, and New Day was, is entertaining, but. Have they been able to put up a great match against the Usos? To win the belts, no. Not to win the belts. I mean, but Hell in the Cell was... That, that was, was a, a great show. match. That, but that was the last good match that they had. Right. <laughs> and we haven't seen New Day do anything else beyond that. Other than, you know, Biggie's in the mixed tag thing with Carmella. And, I mean, what else is there? I mean, Kofi. I know they're going for, like, each one of them is going for, like, a singles title now. Yeah. Um, What's going on with New Day, man? Is it time to disband the, the team? Or it's an I know they love each other. I it's mean, they ex- become brothers. As long as long as they're still making money with bootios and pancakes, yeah, and all the merch, <laughs> all the merch. All as long as they're still making money with the merch, you're not going to split them. It's just experiments because I mean, it's going to come to an end sooner or later. Right. Sooner or later, there, there's going to be a, a backlash in New Day. Like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like I said. Uh, this was a uh, definitive win for uh, the Usos, and uh, for now on, uh, we'll see uh, where they go from here. Because, like I said, there's nothing else there for them, and uh, it'll be interesting to go nonetheless. And uh, with that, we uh, led into the 30-man Royal Rumble match, which, which I was thought, weird. Yeah, early, <laughs> too early. Like it should have been the last one of the night. But I'm not trying to knock the women down off. Of, you know, I mean, it was a good moment for them. You know what? With you saying that, it finally dawned on me, the short matches. Well, hell, the Rumbles themselves, and the Rumble itself is long. Right. Now you add on two Rumbles. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I see why the matches yeah. had to be cut. Yeah, you had real long Rumbles. I mean, there was, it, was, it took a lot of time. Don't Ooh. get me wrong. Ooh. And, you know, and of course, we had the starters of uh, Finn Balor and, uh, 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 what was it, Rusev. Yeah, were these two starters for the uh, Royal Rumble, and uh, both of them lasted quite a bit of time throughout this match. Yeah, and Finn lasted the final four. Yeah, and that was good. I was I was really happy, and I it was there was a lot of interesting moments during the Rumble. What did you guys feel about this Rumble? Was there anything that really stood out in your mind? Oh, the surprises! The, you know, the, the, the surprise, especially the one shots, like the hurricane. That was interesting to see Shane Holmes. That man. was uh, uh, confusing. Chubby Kane. <laughs> chubby. The chubby Stand hurt. back. I, uh, I need a little bit of money. Can I do this? <laughs> yeah. There's a hurricane coming I through. guarantee the Hardys were a part of that. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree with you on that one, brother. <laughs> yeah. There's just, uh, yeah, there was a many interesting moments. Like, I want to say... Uh, one that stood out in my mind, poor Heath Slater, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for that guy, man. Another guy I felt bad for, Ty Dillinger. 
Got jumped oh, by yeah. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the back. He lost his spot. And he lost his, yeah, he lost his spot. And here comes dumbass Sami Zayn that he didn't do any better. No. So, <laughs> I mean, and it was great to see Ray. Oh, Ray, was, that was awesome. I hope he, I hope he sticks around. It was a one and done. Yeah, what it, I it was a one and done. One and done. Oh my god! Yeah, there was it. Uh, Mike, you showed me a picture off his Instagram where yeah. he was already traveling to Manchester. Yeah, yeah he was gone. He looked great. Oh yeah, he was. He was moving like old Ray. Yes. I mean the six and one nines. He did two duo, double six one nines. <laughs> the, the whole the, the final six where it was you know the old versus the new. And that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was a real cool face off. A, a little mismatched. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there was a big mismatch in that one. Uh, <laughs> they have Ray slugging it out with uh, Roman. That was a little fucking stupid, but <laughs> right. And like you know, like saying that you know maybe this rumble was a little too early. We had the tag team uh, competitors that were going to fight after this in the rumble. I mean, Seth Rollins lasted quite a bit of time too, yeah. and he was going to go and defend. Thank God that boy's resilient. I mean, he pretty much had to wrestle on his own for the last, the next match we'll get to. Well, he he borrowed Booker T's tights, so, you know. Oh, I thought those were Jake the Snake. Oh, that was the old Harlem Heat. <laughs> oh, damn. No, they kind of, it's a combination of both. Yeah, I would say it was a combo of both. Because initially, before you said that, I just thought, because remember Jake the Snake when it was the Cobra? Yeah. And the Cobra on the side. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was... Uh, it was kind of cool. I, like I said, we had the NXT champion Andrade show up. Uh, we had uh, a big moment between Matt Hardy and the Bray Wyatt. You know, they actually teamed up at one point, uh, which that, was hilarious, right? <laughs> you were kind of—I was kind of surprised. And uh, you know, you had John Cena in there as well, which uh, wasn't needed, but do, I guess do, do, he needed do. it. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. that was the only thing that really got to me. I'm like. Because it gets so close, so I'm like, "Are you serious?" Right, for him to come out that late, yeah, bullshit. And he was even go. You could even see, like, because as loud as John Cena is, he's audible all through the fucking. You know, it, you can hear him screaming, like, or you know, in his facial expressions, like, "I don't yeah. want to win, but if I got to go to WrestleMania, I'm gonna go win the title." Yeah, <laughs> it just it seems like that. But uh, another one that I was happy to see, uh, Mr. Adam Cole, baby. Was in the Royal Rumble, which I thought was pretty damn cool. It was cool, but after the match, was knowing that he was fucked up. Oh yeah, he was. I was kind of like, oh, why are you doing this? Right, that was another wrestler like Ember Moon that didn't really need to be in that situation. I mean, he was taped from uh, nipples down to his waistline, really. (laughs) If you want to get technical, that boy was taped up damn good. It was like shoulders down. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, getting back to what you said there, you know the the face off, you know the new era and the old veterans of Cena, Orton, and Mysterio, and Balor, Shinsuke, and uh, Roman. That was interesting. You know, it was kind of cool how they kind of did this. But uh, Roman Reigns did get his booze. I know that. But uh, a lot. And at this point <laughs> of this match, I was really worried. And, I mean, it was looking like it was going to be another Roman Reigns. You know, here he goes to WrestleMania, picking and choosing whatever he wants. But uh, we were surprised. Mike, uh, were you surprised by the end of this Royal Rumble? Was there a uh, a moment that hit you? Yeah. <laughs> I had two picks. 
Yeah. I had two picks. They were wish picks because I never thought in my life that they would do this. When when Finn got knocked out, I was I was just like, "Fuck, here we go again." It's either gonna be Cena or Roman Reigns. Right. I was very incredibly happy yeah. when the uh, Shinsuke ended up winning. Yeah, that was pretty amazing when he threw Roman out. I, that was both of us. I never seen you jump and react like that. That was the first time <laughs> I've never seen Mike react like that. That was uh, that was pretty amazing. The man doesn't show a lot of emotion, but uh, this time he did. And I, I was I was right next to him showing that emotion. It was pretty awesome. You get in, in this pay per view in both the rumbles. You saw emotion, right? And it was real, raw emotion. I'm not no pun intended. And, 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 but. You, and you should know because I sent that message out who my pick was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beforehand, right? Yep. That you are right. Yep. I, I was, I was, I was pulling for Balor too. I, I wanted Balor. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off of what's going on with Balor. You know, these, you know, they're giving him these opportunities and just taking them away. I.e. the raw moment of Monday night where he got beat by Cena uh, for the Elimination Chamber spot, which is bullshit. I'm tired of Cena. Anyways, let's not foreshadow or put a shadow over Shinsuke. <laughs> and, I mean, which happened to another wrestler in another Rumble. Uh, got a shadow thrown over her, and we'll get to that. But this was a great moment for Shinsuke. I mean, this is validation. This is him getting to the big stage his way. In a short amount of time, he's a young, he's not a young guy in wrestling terms. And I'm, I'm happy that they're recognizing that. Right. And they're giving the ball to somebody that the crowd actually enjoys. And, and can get behind. And it's about time. Right. Yeah. It's been very, I mean, like Mike and I said uh, on Sunday, you know, the last time the actual WWE universe has been happy with, you know, what the WWE has done with the titles. It was uh, the famous photo of you know CM Punk, yep. Daniel Bryan. You put it on our Instagram, Mike. Yes, I did. Yeah. That's uh, actually I saw that, and I was just like, we were just talking about this. Yeah. Boink. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, that was probably one that's, of my happiest that's times. The, that's the, that's where championships were supposed to be at the championship. Right. Seidel with Kofi and Beth Phoenix with the late. Yeah. Uh, that, that whole list of wrestlers. Those were wrestlers. Yeah. And I mean, with what's happened in Rumble and this Rumble, I was definitely kind of getting that same vibe, emotional feeling that maybe they're finally listening to the universe. Maybe they're going to give somebody that actually looks like they have a great, you know, a talent and opportunity to give them that, you know, stage to perform. Right. And no bigger stage than WrestleMania. <laughs> and he, he's already called it. It's going to be AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And people, if you've not seen this, go to YouTube and look that up in New Japan. That uh, they had a meeting there too. And yes, the, they did. It was amazing. It, They've it, had multiple meetings. I would I'm say. not gonna lie. That it, the two of them are probably my favorite to watch. Right. Like every match, I'm sitting there going. Even watching them again, you're like, Ugh. right? Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, like I said, uh, he's already called the match. He's moving on. And, uh, yeah, we're, nothing but big things. I'm sure there'll be a huge buildup for that. And uh, we'll see them, like Mike called on Monday night. You know, they'll be teaming up for a while, all the, probably, probably all the way up to WrestleMania. 
where they'll be tag teaming or being in a triple threat or a fatal four way. You know, they'll be uh, against each other, or right? With each other, with the other the stupid heels that are trying to get the titles from them. So whatever. Yeah. All right, then let's move on here from the Royal Rumble to the next match, which I told I've kind of already said uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, we had Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan versus the Bar of uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, what'd you guys feel about this match? Waste of time. Yeah, it was a big waste of time, and the whole thing with Jordan taking that headshot off the post and putting him out of the entire match. And then came that in. was dumb as fuck. Then he came in, <laughs> tagged, tagged right back out, and then sat down on the stairs. Right, like he did this whole like, oh okay, I can tag, but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna get out. Like, oh, pretty much come gave on, up, man. Yeah, gave up. And I, I, after you know not what? being in the rumble, I don't want to sound like an asshole. It might be real. It might not be real. I'm not gonna call it, but it was bullshit. It took you away from came this out match. Then. Right. And Seth Rollins, yeah, CrossFit Jesus. The man is... Uh, oh, yeah, he's an amazing he's, performer. He's fit. Yeah. The <laughs> man is fit, and he can mo- wrestle multiple people at multiple times. Yeah, he's an AJ Styles. Yeah. So... He's on that level. I mean, he put up a hell of a fight against these two. This is... Yeah, this is another match where we saw one man fighting two wrestlers. And again. And, <laughs> and i I not a big fan of handicap matches at all. Not at all. Uh, and this was just another display of shitty booking by the WWE, in my opinion, or the way of building a match. Well, it, it was more to build Jason Jordan's character as a, as a you know, a piss wine heel. Right. Like, oh, I hurt myself. Right. Yeah. Right. I get what you're saying. It, it, I think giving him the title was a little bit extreme. <laughs> just uh, to yeah. build that character. Yeah, that that whole giving him that run has has been extreme for me. But yeah, I just I don't know, man. Uh, I do. You, what do you see in the perceivable future with this? You know, them losing this belt. Do you see like a kind of a fight between Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan now? Or I mean, what do you what do you guys feel about this? Or I don't know how far along is Dean. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because because they could have broke him up, broke him up. Mm-hmm. If he's coming, that was what I was thinking. But he, I, I, he was really hurt, so right. And I, well, I kind of see Dean going right after Jason Jordan as soon as he gets healthy. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, I could see that happening. I could see the fight between Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan happening. I don't see them getting back together anytime. I think Jason Jordan's going to. I think he's going to continue to interject himself into the, you know, into Seth Rollins and into his matches, into his business, try to force another tag team, you know, title run on him. Right. And that's what's going to be the breaking point for uh, for Seth. Yeah. No, I agree. And I mean, it was the breaking point, basically, you know, him not having a, you know, a tag partner in this match, and they lost the belts, and ultimately, in the end, and uh, hopefully, this is the end of this rivalry. You know, I'm kind of tired of the Bar versus Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. I've seen it. It's kind of <laughs> like John Cena, Randy Orton. Yeah, seen it. John Cena, Edge. <laughs> John Cena, Edge. I've seen it. It went on forever. Right. I think uh, you're going to see it for at least another month. No! <laughs> I don't want to. 
And if it happens, I'm going to kick you in the jimmy. Yep. (laughs) All right, let's move on. We had the big match. The big match of the night. Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman versus Kane. Uh, This is a big, big boys match. Uh, I mean, you had... Uh, what was it when I we were watching that match? Uh, I saw real punches in this match. Oh yeah, it was a shoot. Yeah, there was a shoot. <laughs> yeah, between Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman, it was definitely a shoot. Yeah, they pretty much was like, Kane, we're gonna throw you around, and then we're just gonna beat the living hell out of each other." Right. Hey, kudos for Kane for fucking taking the bumps <laughs> at his advanced age, you know. And yeah, <laughs> and then like a lot of those uh, knee shots that. Uh, you know, Braun put on uh, uh, Brock's head, w- which I think made Brock snap a little bit. Like oh, yeah. He went into UFC Did, mode. Well, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that before the match, too. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like just seeing that, you know, I've seen the replay a couple times. I mean, it took two punches to, from Brock Lesnar to cut down Braun Strowman. And I don't think a lot of people caught that. <laughs> but we did. And <laughs> I, you saw it, too, Justin. I mean, the trained eye. Knows when there's a thrown punch and a you know a real punch, you know, like a oh, it was stiff. Know, this yeah. was stiff. I mean, these are UFC blows, in my opinion, man. <laughs> and we yeah, you that- saw the reflect on the face, yeah. I mean, like, this this is what I'm looking at. I mean, don't watch for- that knee, don't don't forget. Um, and you see, pop. When, when, yeah, <laughs> like it just keeps playing over and over. I said, don't forget, uh. When when Brock uh, hard weighed uh, Randy Orton, he goes boom boom. <laughs> yeah, like you said, and that that was that was not scripted. That you know he just he he got a little snug. He got you know? yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, and you could tell too that Braun Strowman is a kind of guy. You Mike, you call him the best, the Mountain Man. Yeah, he's the Mountain Man. Yeah, he is the Mountain Man. <laughs> the toughest. Of those people are the toughest of the tough. You people thought it was Sasquatch walking around out there in the forest. <laughs> no, that's Braun Strowman before he shaved. Uh, yeah, the, he took those shots, and I mean, he dished it back at Braun to a point where I actually heard that after this match, uh, some rumor mills were saying that uh, WWE officials had to pull Braun and uh, Brock Lesnar aside. And have a little talk with him about what is a real punch and what is needs to be a <laughs> light punch. <laughs> yeah, what's a shoot? What's not a shoot? Right, exactly. <laughs> no, you guys want to, you know, you want to put on a good show, but right, I cut mean, it the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna you're damaging the product, which is your li- uh, longevity and livelihood. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, you, there were some big spots, and we didn't see Kane for the most part of this match. I mean, he was part of it. He popped in and out. Yeah, like we said, they pretty much just threw Kane to places, and Lesnar and Braun went at it, which tells me ultimately that this is leading up to WrestleMania, and we're gonna see a oh, yeah. we're gonna see a knockout dragout match, and I think they'll be worried even more about that match. <laughs> that With, better be last because everything else is gonna be implode. Right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff, and uh, in the end, there we had. Uh, 
We had that uh, F4 or F5. I would call it an F4, F4. because, <laughs> I mean, he, he used all his power in the end to do that. It should be F6. Yeah. <laughs> on, uh, it was on Kane for the win, but, you know, it just kind of puts a little more salt in the wound of Braun Strowman. He oh, was, yeah, you didn't pin me. He was yelling that, and that boy can yell. He was over the crowd. You could hear the cameraman catching that from the middle of the uh, ramp. And he just stands he, up. They turn around. You didn't pin me. Yeah, you didn't pin me, boy. Like it was just. And Brock Lesnar's face just went, uh. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's true. I, I got out. And then easy. smiled again, like yeah. it was nothing. Like I was still the champ. Right. He had to let that CTE like <laughs> kind of settle in. Yeah, there was uh, there was that stumble moment in front of the announce table that really caught my eye with uh, Brock Lesnar when he stood up and he stumbled forward and caught himself on the table like. That was legitimate. Like he had to get a deep breath after that one. <laughs> he almost fucked there, himself up. Yeah, there were stars, I'm sure, in his eyes at that point. <laughs> when you know you've either been punched in the face. If you've been punched in the face, you know this feeling. The stars. It just you, <laughs> the, yeah. the birds. You ha- all you can do is breathe, <laughs> and you're just like <sighs> taking deep breaths. It's not fun, folks. Don't ever get punched in the face. Just hope another one doesn't follow. Right? Yeah, you've lost. You've lost the fighter. You you hope to God that that person doesn't throw another punch. But I got that when I got punched in the chest. Oh, so you know, you know the feeling. It sucks. It sucks. But yeah, ultimately Braun Strowman or did not uh, win this, and uh, Brock Lesnar was the victor of this match. And leading on to the women's inaugural thirty uh, thirty woman Royal Rumble, this is big. Uh, and we had uh, the likes of uh, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair at ringside for this month. And we even had Stephanie McMahon on commentary. Yep. How lucky. And, it, and, and you know what? <laughs> she wasn't that annoying. Right, which I was, I was happy. It wasn't all about her until the very end. And uh, we'll get to that. But like I said, I don't want to foreshadow this great, great, uh, Royal Rumble. This was with a lot of awesome entries. Yeah, I wasn't expecting anything going into this, and not I was at very all. happy. This was actually very entertaining to me. Uh, name one, Mike. Like, who is a real standout that you were surprised to see? Like, well, Michelle McCool, but she was pretty much the the highlight reel of the whole thing for me. She, yeah, she was, she also was pretty the one that pretty, had the most pretty amazing. Yeah. But I was really surprised and actually really happy when Molly Holly showed up. Really? That, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! The, the yeah. nostalgia, oh, and she well, still, yeah. <laughs> and she still, for her age, she still went in there and it went off the top rope. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> off the turnbuckle. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she, she could still do it. But surprised yeah, me. There were some crazy ones. Like I saw when you saw like Lita and uh, that was Trish, uh, Trish Stratus. Yep. Uh, Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. Lita uh, Tori Wilson. That's obviously everyone still remembers from Raw 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she was Vicky still Guerrero. Vicky, which was cool. Oh, I mean, I love it that she was. She, excuse me. She looked exactly like she had just stepped out of the attitude or aggression era. Yeah. That was scary. <laughs> like, excuse was, me. And she was on point with the excuse me. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty crazy, and uh, we had a couple, you know, like I said, NXT people. We had um, Akari Sane show up. 
Yep. And she dropped her famous elbow, which, you know, everyone says, make Macho proud. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we had the uh, NXT Women's Champion, Ember Moon, show up with her crazy taped up arm. And yeah. This, <laughs> she even got teased by Asuka. Right. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that. She was like, oh, what's up with your arm? Like, oh, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> but yeah, there was, this was way better than the men's Royal Rumble. I'm not. I'm gonna yeah. go out and say this out. Throw yeah. it out. People call me whatever they want. Whatever. Yeah. It was entertaining. This was entertaining. This is what makes women's or uh, professional wrestling. Not even women's wrestling. I'm sorry. Wrestling fun. Another notable one. What? Beth Phoenix. Oh yeah, your girl. I know. Yes. It's notable for you because it's your girl. Yes. Yeah. And I kept saying. It was I'm a like- love-hate relationship with Edge. <laughs> and, of course, my girl, she pulled off the Kofi move in the night, Naomi. Oh, yeah. That was the, that was awesome. I thought that was awesome. You can make your groans and moans, but that was awesome It was her. awesome. She did. She was the highlight. I'm I loved they it. Gave her a little yeah, bit of that, spotlight. That was that was a straight up highlight. Right. So you know she's going to be the new Kofi. She's going to be the women's Kofi for well, she, every women's Royal Rumble. I wouldn't call her women's Kofi. She, she's her own woman. She's, <laughs> that's not. She's her feel own. Feel the woman. glow that started with with Kofi's. That no. was Kofi's gimmick. Oh well, yeah, that was Kofi's gimmick. But she, you know, it's what do they say? Imitation's the highest form of flattery. Yeah, right? or you just steal the shit. You know, one or the other. Well, <laughs> you know, WWE or with the current competitor. Yeah, I get it. He I mean, doesn't it's not, care. It's not like he sure? owns it. I get it. I get it. Right. And then we had Nikki and Bree, which was uh, oh yeah. Uh, was there? Yeah, yeah. they were there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was a crazy, crazy moments in this match, and uh, in the final minutes of this, we had uh, a face-off between Oscar uh, and Nikki Bella, and we thought that oh god, it was going to be like another like Roman Reigns moment. Yeah. <laughs> like here comes Nikki Bella, the John Cena of women's wrestling. Exactly. It was like oh Christ, John Cena is going to win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we all felt that, but <laughs> do, 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 do. no, we didn't have that. We had the Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar, coming in to win. Boys, all Japan Rumble winners. It was all Japan. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> Coined phrase right there. All Japan Royal Rumble here. And how'd you guys feel about this win? Was this what you were expecting? Nobody's that, ready for Asuka? No. It's not what I was expecting, but I'm extremely happy for it. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly what I expected, but the it, it was a nice lead up, too. You know, it, it's one of those, even though you know the ending. Yeah. It, it, at least they told a good story. Yeah, it was it was good all the way up until the ending. Uh, yeah, I mean the I mean the end when Oscar won that was great, and then you know Charlotte got in the ring with Alexa and they were standing there in the ring and it was, that was that was a it was a great moment. That was a cool moment, right? And then Stephanie came in the ring and was all ex- or no, she wasn't in the ring. Nope, she was. Nope. A, I'm sorry, she was outside the ring. Yep, it was a great moment. You know, we had a good rumble. And then this shit show showed up. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> the fuckery starts. <laughs> yeah, the fuckery starts. The old, hey, here, let's bring in a UFC person and uh, we'll give them a full-time contract, which means they'll show up every three to four fucking weeks out of the year and do a couple pay-per-views. And we'll hold a belt that we'll never get to see. Oh, man, I don't even... I'm sorry. I know I sound pissed off, and I, I think, you know, I don't know. I... I'm not a big fan of this woman being here. She's stolen a gimmick, 
Mike and Mike pointed that out with the jacket. You get the jacket. They steal the, the font, the Rowdy Piper font, the color scheme. Yeah, it was. Well, te- technically, I'm she, sorry I'm playing this, but it's filler. Technically, she got she got the blessing of Roddy Piper. Her, his son gave her the jacket. Yeah, but, his, but the, the whole because she was she was going as is uh, Rowdy Roddy Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey? Yep. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're all good. It's too many R's. <laughs> oh, I know. Way too many. Too many that I, we don't need. And, uh, and she comes out with this shit-eating grin. And I understand she's a fan. But what the fuck are you? Are you a heel? Are you a, are you a super face? What are you? And are you John? Are you the going to try and be the women's John Cena? No, she's going to be the women's Brock Lesnar. That's what she's going to be. It's, it's going to be even worse. It's the combination. Well, with Cena, at least we had the belt on TV all the time. With Lesnar, no, I'm talking we about don't have the character. Anything. Well, okay. But anyway, <laughs> it's like you're just saying, you know, this character, it's just like, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't think it'll work. I know that she's been working out at the Performance Center for several months. I've heard on the weekends only. Um, (laughs) She's a weekend warrior. Okay. Yeah, she's been real busy with UFC, you know. Uh, (laughs) She says she might go back. There's a chance. Oh, I'm sure. You know, Rock going back. (laughs) Or he, he went too and went back. And, you know, it was like... I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this whole thing, and I—I I mean, it really. She's going to wrestle me. Just that's what we go know. away. Oh, that whole. Yeah, she's going to WrestleMania. That's what we know for sure. Right, we know that. But and I kind of mirrors my feelings about this whole thing when I saw on Twitter like Nia Jax and Nikki Bella going, "Hey, you know, there was thirty women that fought before this whole thing, and that's a pretty big moment, but." Here's, you know, they go on to Raw the next night, and they're, you know, oh, watch out, here comes Ronda Rousey. And <laughs> not even paying attention to the moment, you know, the fact that Asuka was the women's first ever women's champion. Just, you know, like. Rumble winner. Rumble winner. And you look at, you look at, you know, a name, another name that I can throw out of a famous uh, Royal Rumble winner, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's a big name, man. You know, these are high regard moments. Why did we take away from her? I don't understand these things. I mean, this chick could have been on Raw. Because you're paying a lot of money to, to Ronda Rousey, so you want to get your fucking investment. You know her contract's got to be good. pay-per-view, though, man. You know her contract's for good money. Oh, for sure, dude. You think, I, I bet she's got minimal fighting, heavy money. Yeah, so they got to And a ton of money. merch. I, mean, <laughs> I bet she's getting a damn good percentage on merch. Shit. I, I'd want her in front of the camera every minute I'm paying for it. Oh, for sure. And I, <laughs> but the fact is, he won't get that. Vince won't get that because look how he does with Lesnar. Lesnar comes in when the breeze blows him in. He leaves whenever the fuck he wants. <laughs> That's his contract. That's the contract he wants. That's what I've heard Ronda Rousey's contract's like now. I bet it is. I, 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 I bet I it's the same why, exact thing. Why wouldn't it be? Why right. wouldn't it be? She's, she's, not, she's going to the performance center on the weekends, so she's not... She's not committed. Yeah. But, yeah, let's just get out of this thing, man. This Royal Rumble, it was okay. But it wasn't any NXT Philly takeover, man. No. NXT, once again, like you said, should not be starting in front of a pay-per-view for (laughs) WWE. If you want us to enjoy this Rumble. 
It should, any pay-per-view at that point. Right. It, sh- it shouldn't be in front of... I, especially, I oh. I'm sorry, especially... Out of any of them, especially uh, Survivor Series, because that's TakeOver, and that's the their WrestleMania. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's... I'm not even going to try... Uh, we're already kind of shut for time here. Um, you want to try and get into the corner? Or, you, Mike, you want to do toys? Or you want to make this a two-parter? If you want to go, if you, you want to go, I... Uh, we're, a little sh- we're a little shot for time. I tell you what. How about we... Uh, how about next week? Make this we, part we, two. Part two. All we, right. We start off with... <laughs> we'll start off, you know, we'll start off with a little bull club questioning and how you guys feel about that, and then we'll get into your guys' stuff. How about that? That sounds good. All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening to World Championship Radio this week, and uh, we definitely appreciate you listening to us. And uh, thank you for your patience. Yeah, thank you for your patience. We uh, we definitely talked a lot during this, and uh, that's what we do on the show. We talk about things and we uh, discuss our uh, feelings on it. It's like yeah, you know, you tune in to a talk show and you hear talking, and it's like, hey, right? <laughs> but uh, of course, uh, I was joined by my good friends Justin. Good fight. Good night. And Michael. Good evening. And of course, for myself, folks, have a wonderful one. And stay crispy and enjoy the wrestling. Take it easy. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.